Hello and welcome to the Illuminated Life Podcast. I'm Trish Johnson, your host and life coach. We're so glad you're here today. This podcast is dedicated to sharing inspiring ideas, strategies, and stories that can help you discover your path to an illuminated life. Welcome back. This is episode number four, Processing Feelings. Before we get started today, I wanted to share with you a story um, about my experience this past week camping. Um, I'm from Colorado and I spend time when I can up in the mountains camping and hiking. Um, It's where I have just found my soul (laughs) a lot of the times. Not all the time, but a lot of the time. And we went up camping this last week and I was so excited because I was hoping to go do a bunch of hiking and really spend time outdoors with my girls and it rained a lot. And it's interesting because in the past, I would probably have a pretty good time, but I would be grumpy about the rain and I'd be frustrated that I didn't get to do what I wanted to do. But this time... um, as I continued to put this work that I share with you um, in place in my life more consistently, I am noticing such a huge difference. And since I'm doing such a better job of cleaning up my thoughts, I had such an amazing time, even though we were stuck inside most of the time in our in our little pop-up camper um, and everything was wet, <laughs> nothing dried out. Uh, we just had a great, great time. And it was interesting because I um, had to drive down out of the place where we were camping down to where I could get some reception. And I was on this dirt road. And of course, it was raining again. And I pulled over on the side of the road where I finally got reception. And I was so excited to chat with this client of mine who's just a beautiful soul. Um, and as I'm waiting, the rain finally clears and the sun comes out just before sunset and there's this beautiful scene and I can't describe it, but it just was one of those moments that it's so amazing, but if you don't open your eyes to it and your soul to it, it's so easily overlooked, but it was just beautiful and it actually is the image that I took a picture that is the image assigned to this podcast um, over on my web page. So you have to go check it out. But I think the reason why I wanted to share this with you is um, this story really catches the essence of the results of this work. And that's because there's no such thing as what my life will be better when. And I think we tell ourselves this and it's so... It's such a disservice. It's so bad. We really need to start thinking about how when we show up every day, no matter what's going on, and we it's really more about how the truth lies in finding the grace and beauty in the weather of life. And so I wanted to share that with you before we get started, just as a little anecdote to uh, keep in your head. Um, 
that can show you the results of this work when you really make a daily effort and are aware of what's going on in your mind so that your life on the outside can be just as amazing as it is now as we do this work on the inside. Over the last few episodes, I've talked to you about how the thoughts we have create our feelings and how managing our thoughts can really help us manage our emotions. And I'm spending a lot of time building background here so that we have a strong foundation to build new strategies and skills upon. And by doing this, we can develop a deeper understanding of how we process our feelings and emotions in more helpful and healthy ways. I think it's important that I clarify there's a difference between thoughts and emotions. And I'll use a quote from Dr. Sarah McKay. She says it like this, emotions play out in the theater of your body and feelings play out in the theater of your mind. I just love that. Don't you? It's such a simple description of a complex system of responses in our body to the external and internal happenings. Now, for the purpose of this podcast, I will likely use those two terms synonymously, and this is because the work that we're doing doesn't really require the delineation of the two. To better understand how we process emotions, it can be helpful to think back to how we were raised and how our parents dealt with emotions that we had. Like some of my listeners, I come from a very long line of stiff upper lippers who believe that to show... Um, to show you were strong was to show no emotion. And when I was little, first sign of any kind of emotion that was negative or perceived negative, my parents would jump quickly and tell me oftentimes to stop crying. Um, They'd say things like, this is not worth your tears or you're overreacting. And ever since I was a child, I've had this belief that negative emotions are bad. the belief that they should be stuffed down and quote-unquote forgotten. And if you're really good at this, you won't show any emotions at all, right? This has become so ingrained in me that it's really difficult not to respond in the same way to my own children. And it's something I'm working on constantly, every day, sometimes minute to minute. But As of late, and with the work that I've been doing, I've come to believe that emotions must be processed, or unfortunately, they wreak havoc in our lives in unsuspecting ways, and often we don't even realize that they're doing it. You're probably asking at this point, so how do you process emotions? And you do so first by feeling them, and I know that sounds silly, (laughs) we feel our feelings, and we tend to struggle with this, but... We're going to be really intentional about this, and we're going to use our bodies to help us. And by doing this, we're going to understand them and make sense of them. And this is a process that's not done overnight, and it takes a lot of conscious effort over time. Together, we'll work to do this, and the end game is to learn to keep our thoughts clean and process our emotions without getting caught up in them in ways that they negatively affect our behaviors or our outcomes. Before I take you through the process of doing this, I want to elevate why this work can be challenging so that as we do this work, we can be watching for some of these pitfalls. Because we've developed this need to disconnect from our feelings or stuff them down, we've been doing it for so long, 
um, it can be, this can be challenging. And a lot of the things we have to look for is what we're doing instead of feeling our feelings. And that comes down to the distractions we have or how we numb ourselves. So some of the distractions that we use are Facebook, technology, I call that teching. Um, we might have excessive exercising or busying, keeping ourselves busy, 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 go, go, go. We might be numbing ourselves by eating or drinking or smoking um, or doing other things that can be really unhealthy for us. And you can see how when we use these things to numb our feelings and to distract ourselves from them, it doesn't just take away from feeling our feelings and being present in our lives, but it also creates a whole host of other challenges. Another potential pitfall that can come with feeling our feelings is what I mentioned before is what's all going inside of us and how we're dealing with it. But there's the external aspect that we need to consider, and that's how the people around us act when we have these quote-unquote negative feelings. So be aware of what happens at first sight of distress from your partners and friends and what do they do um, when you're feeling uncomfortable or you're expressing difficult emotions. Um, Because these people care about us, they're really trying to help us in their eyes. Um, It's difficult for them to see us in pain and it's difficult for them to sit alongside of us and they want to fix things right away for us. And this can be difficult because we oftentimes then are trying to get past it because we know that they're uncomfortable. They don't want us to be feeling this way. We should, in our eyes, in our minds, in a a very crazy lizard brain way, are saying, oh, we shouldn't be feeling these things to ourselves. And um, that can also cause us to stuff down our feelings Or sometimes it can even escalate those feelings and then that's not productive either. So be watching for that as well. And then just one last thing before we move on to how we process is just that reminder that just like anything that we're doing and how I've mentioned before, this is not work we've been intentional about. It's not work that we've been taught how to deal with our emotions and our feelings and our thoughts. Um, or very few of us have, and I'm guessing that if you're listening today, it's because this resonates with you and you want to learn how to live a better life. And so it just, I, again, this is stuff that seems like it should be simple, and it's not, and we have to honor that. So I want you to keep that in mind as you continue to do this work uh, with me. So I first learned this process when I was taking a stress management course um, provided for teachers in the district that I work in. And the instructor taught us steps that I'm going to share with you. And you can choose to set aside a specific time to practice or because life is such a great school to practice this work in, you can process and address emotions as they come up for you during the day using these steps. After listening to this podcast, as you feel an emotion rising in you or you notice an emotion, maybe you don't even feel it yet, I really want you to increase your awareness and you're going to do this by asking some questions like, what feelings or sensations do I have? Where in my body am I feeling them? Is it in my chest or my throat, my stomach? Just be careful not to indulge in this emotion with your thoughts. Try to withhold any of that mental chatter about the why behind the emotion and instead drop down 
into your body and feel how that feeling is moving inside of you and do your very best to stay with the feeling. Now, if you notice that this is a struggle for you, even when you've given yourself the space to do this, um, and you sense some resistance, there's this great technique that I was taught where you visualize the feeling knocking at your door as if it was a visitor. And you visualize yourself opening the door and saying something like, oh, hello, anger. Why don't you come on in? Would you like a cup of tea? (laughs) And then ushering them in. Um, And then you can visualize putting your arm around them, asking them to come sit by the fire. When we do this, it's a way to show acceptance to the emotion fully and not resist or push it away. Now, this is also when you might notice that that works for a little bit. And whether you do this or you just feel it in your body and you don't need the visualization, oftentimes you get these urges to check your phone or grab a drink. (laughs) And then all of a sudden you remember the eight items that you needed to write down on your grocery list that you couldn't remember. And you have to remember that this is a natural thing because parts of your mind want you to get rid of that uncomfortable feeling. And when this happens, just bring your attention back to what you're feeling in your body. And at those times, it can be helpful to remind yourself that feeling your feelings will not harm you, despite what your lizard brain is trying to tell you. And you can practice some slow breathing, counting to five as you breathe in, and then five as you breathe out. As you breathe into the feeling, bring an openness and curiosity to the feeling and ask yourself, is this feeling intolerable? And if it is, why do I think it's intolerable? You can also ask, what is the worst that can come from allowing this feeling? Followed by, what can I do to tolerate this feeling or this state? You should notice the intensity of the emotion diminishing significantly in a fairly short amount of time. And once the feeling is less significant, bring awareness back to the mind and begin to identify what thoughts are responsible for the feeling. Take time to look at those thoughts. And if you haven't labeled that feeling with um, either fear or anxiety or any of those um, labels for what you're feeling, make sure you're doing so now so that you can be more aware of it as it maybe comes back for you in the future, which oftentimes is the case. So in order to to really figure out where the thoughts are coming from, you can ask things like, is this feeling a result of distorted thinking? Is the emotion the triggering of a childhood memory or a trauma? Is it from a buildup of different emotions from other events? And these questions can help you identify where some of those thoughts are coming from. And sometimes they are a result of distorted thinking patterns, and we need to reframe our thinking in ways that will create better feelings. Once you've identified the thoughts that were responsible for your emotions, you can make decisions about what to do next. 
Other times, the feelings are triggered by memories or traumas from the past, and we need to find ways of letting that go. And if you're struggling with this, this might be something you want to reach out to a counselor or a coach um, to help you do this. What I've just shared with you is just one way that you can process emotions. Now, it is the one I probably use the most and have found the most success with. And it's also important to remember that it seems like a lot of work. And I have a friend who I will share this with often. And she's like, again, it feels like a lot of work. (laughs) And it is. But the more you do it, the more it just becomes second nature. And your wizard brain then begins to override your lizard brain. And it just happens. You catch yourself doing this uh, process without having to do a lot of thought. But in order to get there, you're going to have to do some groundwork. And for some, it takes longer than others. In my case, it took years. (laughs) But for people I've coached, it's taken months. And they've seen huge improvements. And then now it's just a part of how they think and feel. Okay, so I'm going to invite you to spend a few minutes throughout the day over this next week sitting quietly and focusing on your body when emotions come up for you. And trying to identify what it is you're feeling in your body, not in your mind. If it helps, you can use the feelings list to label the feelings you're having. And I've linked that in the show notes to help you. Invite your feelings to D. Be present with them. And then once they subside, trace them back to the thoughts that caused them. Then if you're willing, I'd love to hear how it goes for you. Please let me know. And tune in next time. When I pull all of this together, our thoughts, emotions, and our results, and we will illuminate our lives with the possibilities of this work. Until then, take care. Bye-bye. Please join me next time as we continue this journey together. Until then, be better today than yesterday and live life illuminated. Thank you so much for listening to the Illuminated Life podcast. If you're enjoying what you're hearing, please leave a quick review in iTunes. Also, for free resources, show notes, and ways you can work with me directly, head on over to www.trishjohnson.com. That's www.trishjohnson.com. Until next time, take care. Bye-bye.